Welcome to No Such Thing as Normal podcast with Natalie Hayes and Jess McKeown. This is a casual podcast where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about in order to help you normalize your real life because really we're all just a bunch of weirdos having a completely human experience in a society that asks us to pretend like we're not. And I'm your host, Jess, a gifted spirit baby medium who facilitates deep soul healing by channeling divine messages. And I'm your other host, Natalie, an intuitive and transformative life coach. Be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts, watch our 100% unedited episodes on YouTube. And you can also follow us on IG at no such thing as normal pod for more weirdo and woo content. Yes. And if you like this episode, (laughs) please rate and review and go follow us on Instagram and share our latest podcast episodes on your story so that more people can find us and unleash their weird with you. Yeah. And get a tattoo of our logos. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Definitely tag us. If you do that. (laughs) I used to work for, um, Vitamix, the blenders, and Mm -hmm. I worked in social media. I built their big social media, global social media strategy. And it was a lot of fun. And I got to work in the communities and this one guy who literally tattooed his our logo on him. And then of course it was like, can I get a free blender? (laughs) People are always asking for free stuff. And I went to the CEO and I was like, can we give this guy a free blender? Cause he did tattoo the logo on him. And that's pretty hardcore. And I was like, I feel like the promotion, if we of giving him a blender, um, and him being a super van, he would talk about it. So that's hilarious. Try it. Tattoo us on you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really sure what we can give you, but (laughs) We will give you a coffee cup. We will appreciate it. Here it is in the wild here for the weird. You see that? Um, I, we got to hand out our our gifts. I still need to send you yours. So yeah, I can't wait to get it. Yeah. What are you having today in your coffee? It's matcha. Oh, your matcha. Today's matcha. Oh, is it every day? Well, okay. So it's a rabbit hole. I was on TikTok and then this like, cause I'm on lesbian TikTok, obviously. And this (laughs) lesbian couple, um, one of them was just diagnosed with breast cancer. And then I was oh. supposed to start my period. It's actually really early this month, which is so mm. irritating, but my boobs started to hurt yesterday. And like one of her symptoms was like the left side of her boob hurting and like the left side of my boob hurt. So I was like, oh, I need some green tea. I need those antioxidants. <laughs> breast cancer. You know, blast it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's green tea from now on. <laughs> oh, and isn't that, isn't matcha green tea though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, super okay. high in antioxidants. Cause you're like actually like ingesting the leaves, the ground versus just a brew of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Well, what are we talking about today? We are answering questions. This is the Q and a episode that we've been hyping up for a couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you for submitting questions, everyone. We added some of our own as well, because there's some things that we want to know our answers to, I guess. I'll be excited to hear about that. So. I am kind of curious to hear what you have to say about some of them. So. <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's get into it. I, should we keep the names anonymous? Sure. I, I feel like, yeah. Just in case anybody ever wants to ask us anything like personal or whatever, um, yeah. we will keep yeah. the names anonymous, but first question we got, um, what was your most helpful tool or practice for learning to connect with your guides? Ooh, gosh. I would say meditation. Yeah, big old pause there. I would say, (laughs) I mean, I feel like I want a more exciting answer than meditation, but um, meditation. Yeah. To me, it's, it's the, why it's so hard to connect with your guides. Why it's so hard to hear. Like we've said on this podcast before, like they're always talking to you. You're always channeling. You're always getting signs, but you might not always be aware of that. It's because like, there's so much going on in your head and chatter, chatter, chatter and thoughts and this and that. Like I had to sit for 20 minutes today just to allow my morning thoughts to subside before I could get into the juicy part of quietness and meditation and talk to my guides. Mm -hmm. I think most people don't have the time to want to sit and get quiet enough because what happens is that is like, where it's like, and if you try to like ask questions or listen, you're, you might be like, is that my ego? Or is that my guy? Because that ego thought might be still running through or might be pinged from something. So it's like, let everything settle. And then when it's quiet, you can hear, they just speak on a more quieter level, a more gentler level, a more energetic level. So I would say that that meditation practice 
that's pretty much how I always connect in. Yeah. I'd say for like, when you're just learning to connect with your guides, that's really, really good. And then, well, I tried to, when I first tried to talk to my guide, (laughs) when I first found out about spirit guides, I was like, well, I'm just gonna like, I'm going to try to channel. Right. So I like wrote down some questions and then I got quiet for a couple minutes and then just like wrote down whatever I received after I asked the question. Um, and I didn't feel satisfied with that. So I was like, show me a sign, show me a sign, show me a sign. And he filled my whole fucking yard with crows. <laughs> Cause I guess I wasn't like, I wasn't receiving the signs enough. Like I wanted a grand gesture and he's kind of dramatic. So he gave me a grand gesture. <laughs> I love that. I was just talking, I was just talking to my mom about, you know, signs and everything. And she said, she told the universe, she's like, I can read you know, she's like, no more signs, no more things I have to figure (laughs) out. Like I wanted to be like very clear. Um, and then I would say like, like a tool was probably my cards. Mm -hmm. Um, and probably this animal medicine deck, which I've had obviously the longest it's like so tattered. Um, but it's like, you get to know like one deck or one tool. Like this is the one that I use in readings. I've used it for myself. I use it a lot. The other decks I kind of use like here and there, but this is like my go-to because I kind of know when that card shows up, it's that message. Same thing with tarot. It's like, okay, I kept, I've been getting temperance, motherfucking balance, temperance, this whole, I'm like, okay, okay. And I find that too. Like if you keep getting the same tarot card or whatever, your guides are like, we're not going to give you anything else until you get this. this Have you found balance in your life, Jessica? And I was like, working on it, working on it. Um, But it's just like, you get to know that tool and you get to know that connection with it. And then, so it's like to the point where you turn over the cards and you're like, not surprised, but you are surprised, but you're like, Oh, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel like is the relationship. It's like, it gets more and more like exactly what you need. You Mm -hmm. can just feel it. You're like, it's like, yeah, this is what I needed right now. Thank you. Okay. Moving on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Tools super great for communicating with guides. That's how I first started connecting with them. But as I've like met more of them and, um, grown more into like in tune, I guess. Um, I actually recommend sitting in meditation and like letting your, um, thoughts quiet for a few, but then like intentionally call their energy forward so that you Mm -hmm. know what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and of course in my course intuition on block, there's like a whole (laughs) module that like allows you to meet your different spirit guides and it calls their energy forward and you ask them questions and all that. But that's really it. Like treat it like you're meeting someone new, invite their energy forward, see what it's like. Yeah. And then um, we have lots of, I know this is like, what was the most, but there's lots of most, Um, most. (laughs) like you said, like what you just said, it's a relationship. So like go every day or every couple of days, um, you know, bring them stuff. I used to like, just always go up and like, ask them questions and then kind of learn that, you know, that's kind of a jacked up relationship. <laughs> Maybe I should just like go up and bring them gifts. So sometimes I just sit in meditation. I call on my guys. And I'm just like, here's some gifts for you guys. You know, I love you. Thank you so much for like helping me do my business and keeping me <laughs> sane and alive, you know, but it's, it's, um, it's wanting to have that relationship and allowing it to be how it is with that guide, um, and where you are in your process as well. Right. So, We always, maybe, especially if you're a spiritual person, you see other people connecting other ways and this and that, just know that everybody's on a different journey and they're at different levels and experiences and that you can get there too, but you just have to like dedicate that time and energy towards getting to know them. And it's like this, the more that you do that, then like, it's like the quicker they come and the, like Mm -hmm. mine are just like right right here. Can you see them? Yeah. (laughs) But like, they're just like listening in and we'll channel in if anybody, if anything comes up that they need to say. So yeah, the more you do it, the easier it gets to recognize. I say that so casually. <laughs> yeah. Just have some entities around me that are going to just channel through me. Big. NBD. Yeah, no big. <laughs> uh, what about like a not helpful tool for connecting with your guides? Anything like that? Anything that like didn't work for you or? Um, I think just having some kind of an expectation beforehand mm. of what it was going to be like is really the killer. Yeah. Of contact. Isn't it for everything? Expectations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you've definitely taught me that you're expectation like, expectation kills everything. Pretty much all the problems in the world and relationships are on expectation. expectations. Like, hmm, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So what about some of these cool processes to like 
access guides, access other layers of your energy, like hypnotherapy and regression therapy. Have you, have you ever done that or do you have thoughts on those? I have had a past life regression. Um, I I'll say if that is what you need to lead you to those answers is like a guide to walk you into that meditative state, then it's great. Like it's excellent. I, however, found like all of the tools I already have, I could have gotten this information Mm. without paying for the therapy, you know? Um, but I have a different relationship with my intuition. So if that's something that you need someone to like walk you through, I definitely think being guided into that hypnotic state can for a lot of people, um, help them access things in their subconscious and in their higher self, like much better, much easier. Yeah. Um, I freaking love it. (laughs) It was one of my first entries into, I would say like the non-ordinary world. Um, I was a yoga teacher, yoga teacher training, and I needed to finish my like final exam, which was like open book, you know, but we had to like write a whole bunch and I was procrastinating and my yoga teacher was writing this book and I was, she was like, can you help me with some organization? She's like, I'll give you an extension on your exam. And I was like, yes. So I was helping (laughs) her like write this book and get things organized and, um, kept pushing off, kept pushing off, kept pushing off. And I told her, I said, you know, I feel this weird thing about completing. I have lots of chills, even just telling the story. I like this weird thing about like completing my teacher training. Like I know all the answers. It's not like I, you know, it's not like I don't know what to do, but it's like, when I turn it in, then I'm a yoga teacher. And then there's all these expectations high Mm -hmm. of like, now you have to go out and teach and everything. And so she's like, well, why don't we do, um, this past life regression and like, maybe figure out why. Oh my God. I have so much chills telling this. (laughs) So she guided me. And if you've ever been guided, you know, you kind of, you'll go through some layers of relaxation and then they usually start with your feet and they say like, look down and like, you know, are you having, do you have shoes on or you're barefoot, whatever. And then you kind of like go up your body about like what you're wearing and everything. And I had, I would say I was just dressed like a nun. Like mm-hmm. I had these ugly Brown shoes on God, they were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like this, like kind of like bluish dress with like a kind of an, a white apron thing over it. And I definitely had some kind of like white bonnet or something around my head. And then I had, um, a cross necklace on like a gold cross, but it was like under all of my clothes. Like I wasn't wearing it outside of my clothes. It was like kind of hidden. And that's what I felt. I was like, Oh, this is hidden. And I was with a bunch of children in a forest Mm -hmm. as you are (laughs) like hurting them, like trying to like get them to safety or trying to get them somewhere. And I kept like looking around, looking around and like the, the image or the feeling that came to it, what she kind of helped me walk through. was like, I had, I was so scared to like speak that truth. Right. Like, so in that time, whatever it was, I was so scared to speak about this religion or whatever it was that I was believing or following. Um, And even now being a yoga teacher, I had to be up there in front of everybody. And I had to be like, essentially like speaking my Dharma and speaking truths. And I was like terrified because whatever happened in that past life probably didn't go so well mm-hmm. <laughs> and was carrying it forward. And so it, but it kind of was like the first thing where I was like, this is so vivid. This is so real. I don't have any connection to like the cross little did I know and all these <laughs> other things. So that's kind of why I was like, I'm definitely like not making this up. Cause I wouldn't choose to see myself as like wearing a cross, right. I don't consider right. myself religious. And here I have Jesus and Mary Magdalene as my guides now. So that's where it was gently leading me. But I just thought it was so cool to literally close your eyes and be guided and then have this whole world pop up that you can navigate and access and feel the emotions and understand like what was happening. Like that tripped me out. Yeah. To like not have the responsibility of like leading yourself there, but you kind of like hand over the reins to someone else to help get you to that place. I feel like, I feel like it could really help some people access those memories. Yeah. And then I do Brian Weiss's he's at, at, at the Omega Institute. It's on YouTube. I do his, um, past life regression, every now and again, when I just either want to feel really relaxed or just want to go back in time. And sometimes I like to be guided, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. I like to just lay down, put on a blankie, get cozy and just have somebody guide me. I don't like everyone guiding me though. Like if you (laughs) talk like this, you probably can't guide me. You know, (laughs) if you're a little too floaty for me, it's not my jam. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
also important to work with people that you feel uh, like attracted to work with. <laughs> True. <laughs> Listen to but that. I've, I've never done hypnotherapy. Um, I've had friends that have done it. I've been hypnotized, mm-hmm. but I've never done that. I think that's that kind of, I don't know. That's a little bit more like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. That's a like, that's a lot of like control that you're giving somebody of your brain and your body and your functionalities. Yeah. I think it could be, mm-hmm. yeah, but I've never really been drawn to it. Being hypnotized, I was hypnotized in college. Um, like one of those, like, you know, freshmen, like, Hey, we're going to have some fun and like embarrass people. And every time the, the hypnotist did something, I had a big like plastic bat and I thought there was a giant bug. And so every time he did something, I just popped up and I was like, Oh my God, there's a bug. There's a bug. And what was weird was like, I knew there wasn't a bug. Yeah. Like I could still see everything. You could see the people laughing, but like, it was so overridden. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that they did that was probably just so horrible now and they don't do it. Gosh, you know, times have changed, but like they would make two people be in love with one another. Oh God. And, and then, and here's the thing. It's like, what's funny is you don't know how you're going to react. Right. So this person who's like mild mannered sitting there when he does the thing, he kind of like gets up and he like climbs over seats to this person, you know, people are like laughing, you know, because it's like, he's like out of this control, but it's like, it's honestly how you would react. Like they tap into these real things. And that was a little bit like hocus pocus magic for me. I was like, I don't know how I felt about that. I don't like this very much. I feel she like she says rubbing her it. crystal. <laughs> like it very much. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> like this is something the government does. Instead of security blankets, <laughs> our kids are going to have security crystals. Yeah, <laughs> like rocking with their rose. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah, those are our thoughts. What do you have? You ever been hypnotized? No, and I've never. Yeah. Like it's just never come into my sphere of awareness. I feel like yeah. I have a lot of tight control around what I allow in and out of my field. (laughs) So it's like never even been a thought like to hand over the reins, like in that capacity to somebody else. I feel like if you and I were on an adventure, you'd be like, no. And I'd be like, well, Hey, and you'd be like, Jessica, no, No. let's go. And I'm like, but look, Natalie, no, (laughs) I am so naive at times, like in, in other worlds and stuff, I'm probably a little too naive. Probably should be a little bit more, you know? Let's just say that. Okay. okay. Someone else wants to know kind of what we were talking about at the end of the last episode. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen, because we, we talk about this just a little bit, Yeah. Um, but they want us to go deeper into what the heck is going on with the collective, why time is being so weird right now and why it's been difficult, I guess, not only for me, but for other people to really manifest. Yeah. I know you said like, there was a bunch, like there's like a convergence of timelines. Like we talked about a bunch of time shifting right now. And like, you can't really attach to a timeline because there's so much happening on the planet. There's so much like ascension and like grid updating and people are more and more people are waking up. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why I feel like there's so much control being trickled down by the people in power is because they sense that like more and more people are becoming sovereign over their energy and over themselves. And so time is really finicky right now. So we were talking about not so much attaching to a specific outcome, but Mm. like how, if you want to manifest right now, how is something going to make you feel and like tapping Mm -hmm. into the frequency of the feeling rather than like the visual of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I guess how I experience it and what my guides are kind of showing me, they're like, (laughs) my guides are taking me back to like the (laughs) seventies and they're like in the seventies, like it was like a long desert road in Arizona and you could see Hey, you're going to do this. And you're just going to be able to see all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And now to your point, it's like, because so many people are waking up because things are shifting, I can maybe only see as far as like November. And I was like, wow, it's in November. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're like, is there going to be an earthquake? Is there going to be a flood? It's like, what's going to happen? And there were, um, but like this feeling of like, well, let's just wait and see, because it kind of is dependent on how everybody who wakes up and interacts, like, you know, adds to the timeline. So they're Mm -hmm. like, it's just much shorter in terms of the vision. And also in terms of like what they're kind of saying to me now, wow, they're super channely today. Um, they're like, do you really want that? Do you really need that? 
you know, if you're manifesting stuff, like think about like, it's kind of like, they want us to move back into the feeling versus like the red sports car, because it's like, maybe it's a yellow sports car. Maybe it's a hybrid thing that you haven't even thought of yet that you don't even know about. But if you just fixate on this one thing, the path, it's like, if you just fixate on the outcome, the path there is like, it's almost like one way or very, it's very narrow. If you want a red sports car, it's very narrow. Whereas if you are more expansive, things can come quicker and faster and better. Yeah. People don't realize that. Yeah. That's ultimately what we're moving towards is detaching, just detaching from all of these societal norms and expectations because like the future obviously is not going to look like anything we have seen before. We have never been in this place before. I mean, I guess technically we have, (laughs) this time (laughs) doesn't exist, but (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just like, I feel like right now it's more asking you to be Mm open-ended and get clear on what it is that you want. not not necessarily like oh I want the red sports car but like I want to be financially free because that might look different than a red sports car yes you might just have a car and driver honey okay (laughs) you might have a private jet you know you're talking about a Bentley (laughs) talking about a Maybach you might have a horse and carriage we don't know but it's like it, it exactly it's like be more more open to it and then realize too that like as people wake up their timelines are crossing with yours and you might receive things faster, quicker, or in different ways. Or really too, the other thing that that they say to me a lot is like, they're like, set it and forget it, like ask for it. And then like, go about your life and like, don't like obsess about it. And don't be like, like the other thing that they're saying is like, you guys asking about like what's going on with the collective energy and this, this like thing, it's like, if you fixate too much on that, it kind of takes you away from simply observing that we're in a high transition and change and being mm-hmm. like, okay, great. I see that. I'm going to come back to my anchor instead of getting swept up in that. Yeah. My guides keep telling me, like, if you really want to know what's going on at the collective, look what's going on in your personal life, because as with the macro, so is the micro. So like your life is also reflecting what's going on in the collective. So like, what are you struggling with right now? Could yeah. be relationships because we're curious retrograde yeah. in oh Libra. <laughs> yes. But it's not like that. It's not something that you wouldn't be aware of, which was like the next question, like what's in store for us in 2022 as the collective. Ooh. <laughs> my guy, my guy just went surprise, <laughs> like a, you know, like a surprise party where people like jump out. Um, I was like, can you give me more of that? They said that people are coming into our lives. Um, mm-hmm. More people, more, more of these like surprises, more of this, like, unexpected because it's like, thank you. When we get so expected, when we get so like, this is what we want. We can't, we don't leave room for that. Like, wow. Like, I guess what my guides are making me feel like is like, if you've ever been at a surprise party or walked in that feeling of like, when you're taking that deep breath and you're like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. Or like you win something, right. They're showing me this, that feeling of just like that unexpected, like over elation of joy. It's like, that's, what's coming for us. It's just like, wow. Like we never knew. Um, but we have to be open to like receive that and see that. And like, they say, see it as a surprise. (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Not let it scare us. Um, what are your guides saying for 2022? They're saying it's, well, they're showing me like rocks. Like it's going to be kind of like, it has been like kind of rocky. (laughs) Um, Rocks. But they're saying like, it is what you create it. And the more that you can step into that now. And instead of saying like, what is happening to me? Say like, what do I want to happen? How do I want to feel today? How do I want this conversation to go? Like tap into those feelings of the things that you want to create your reality instead of like reverting to this programming of collective t- t- tumultuity. What is that? Yeah. No, <laughs> they, they channel, they use. Okay. So we need to explain this. They said, cause they're, they're feeling like this. Um, when you're channeling your guides are trying to use like 
the best. They like use your vocabulary. They use mm-hmm. your dictionary in your brain, so to speak. But sometimes, you know, they speak a different language. They speak energy. And so, yes, I will say things like, I'm like, is that a word? <laughs> or did you just like kind of make up a word and make it's up? And word. I feel weird saying it, but it's like, I was like, I get what you're trying to say. You're trying to say this plus the, like, you know, the grammar version of adding this like little ending to it. So it's funny. It's very funny, but that's the best way to describe it is sometimes you'll get kind of like, I don't know, confusing or like overly wordy messages from your guides because they're trying to like convey. translate, convey. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that. My guides totally can, can concur. Um, and it's like, <laughs> your life is what you want to make of it, right? If you want to see a better, more just society, what are you going to do about that? If you want to have better relationships with your family and friends, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. It's, um, they kind of just said it's stepping out of the patriarchy of being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, stepping into the creator energy of, um, whatever you want, what do what I you want, want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot of people don't know what they want to do, or actually I know my guides are like, no, they don't know that they have a choice, which is why people like Jess and I are mm. here and like spreading this work. And if you're thinking about stepping into a light worker healer path, like for others who are waking up and realizing that they have a choice in their life and the decisions they make and their reality, like now's the time. This is why more and more people are waking up is because like it wasn't working before. And they also said like next year, the split will become more apparent. Ooh, yeah. Lots of chills on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that you, you don't have to do it. Natalie and I do, you (laughs) You know, but like you can still be an accountant or, you know, be a mom or be, you know, a doctor or whatever. But if you bring your intuitive abilities and your awareness to those professions, just like watch out and watch how freaking amazing it can be. Yeah. They're showing me like, like, if you want to be a baker, go be a baker, infuse your cupcakes with like love and be like, these are abundance cupcakes. Yeah, These are self-love cupcakes. Like bring these like ethereal, not tangible gifts yes. that you have into the physical 3d matrix job. If that's what you want, if that's what makes you happy. Yes. Preach it, preach it. I yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> um, anything else for the collective? They're we've like, got surprises. We've yeah. got rockiness. <laughs> we've got, yeah, we've got creator energy. Um, I guess what they're kind of saying to me is like, this pandemic is not over yet guys in 2022. Uh-uh. Okay. So mm-hmm. wherever you are on your, um, ability to deal with that shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. do some more restoration work on that. Um, because it's, um, it's still here. It's still in the ether. We're still working through it. So just know that too, that it's not going to be over anytime soon, but it'll continue to shift, um, and bring up things for the collective to work through from health, you know, freedom rights, all that good stuff that it's already bringing up death. We're going to talk a lot about death this month. So if you're triggered by death, we're going to talk about it. Don't worry. We're going (laughs) to welcome that trigger, right? Yes. We're going to welcome it. (laughs) Um, okay. What is this collective chart, uh, chard mercury, uh, <laughs> it's really fucking me up. My mercury is oh my Gemini God. and like my brain does not work. Um, a card reading from both of us about like the energy now or the energy next year. Ah, let's do both. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. How about you do one? I do one. Yeah. I'm psychic. <laughs> She's a witch. She's a witch. Um, I'm no fun because like, I already know what people are going to say right before they say it. And then I blurt it out. (laughs) Okay. I'll do one for now. Okay. I'm going to do one for next year. What tick are you using? Um, this is the starseed Oracle. I have been using it for months now. It's just, you love it. I just love it. You know, when you really connect with a deck, you do, it just gets Um, you. It's like kind of a uh, collage photos or images. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Very like ethereal dreamy. Love it. I'm going old school with good old writer. Oh, I love old, that. Good old writer. Wait. Okay. This is the message for the energy right now. Um, they're saying don't attach to it. Like I'm telling you these things, but don't attach to it. I love it. I'll show if you want to look on YouTube. I will show the card. It says star family. And at the bottom, it says you're part of a team of souls call in support. Um, and that's the message. Essentially the energy right now is like, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like, what the fuck is going on? How do I know what's true? 
call in help, call in your guides, meet your guides. Like it's not just the support system here in the, in the 3d it's, it's all of this other 5d and up energy and support that is just waiting for you to like tap into that higher potential for contact and all that. I think that's why aliens have been so big this year is because like, we're finally at this like ascension level where we can start to communicate with them. Um, because like our, our energy on earth has historically been so dense, but it's, it's like lightning and lifting. So if you're going through ascension symptoms right now, which can be literally anything, if you feel weird physically in any way, shape or form, it's probably an ascension symptom. Like you could list out all of the symptoms that ever exist. And like, yes, that's probably ascension for you. So, and that's what they're saying. My breast pain was (laughs) like, they're like, it's not cancer. It's ascension. Why in the boob though? Uh, like, yeah. Like, does it, does it matter? Like where it shows up? Like, should you pay attention to it? Like in the boob in terms of Ascension symptoms or just chalk no. it up to Ascension? Yeah. They're saying, no, don't read like that far into it. Yeah. It's just like what they're, they're showing me like the body, right. And whatever part of the body you are more likely to pay attention to mm-hmm. the symptoms are going to come through that. Uh, oh, very smart. Mm-hmm. AKA you just heard about breast cancer. So it made you hyper aware to pay attention to it. Yeah. Correct. And please know that what they're saying to me is like, they'll give you those initial symbols so that when they send their symbol, it connects the dots. So you can read it. That's cool. Yeah. You'll never get a message that you can't interpret. Follow through with that. Also it's like subscribe to that. Yes. Yes. I know Natalie, you're so good at all of that. Um, <laughs> okay. I freaking love our card for 2022. Yes. Page of cups, you guys be fucking, be fucking weird, right? (laughs) Put on, put on this hat, (laughs) put on your funny hats, put on your colorful clothes, expect fishes to pop out of cups. Like this card is like, here's that surprise again. So this is how it works. You guys It's a fish surprise. It's like, what the hell is that doing in there? And it's, but it's also like, that's what we need. We need to be in that level of like, you know, um, the suspended disbelief and belief of everything. It's just like that pause. It's like the same thing as laughter. It's like when you're laughing, you're in this like expansive state, but also what they're kind of telling me is like, get creative, right? What are the classes, mm-hmm. courses, and things, you know, like everybody's so we're, I, I feel like we're done with like following the rules and following the steps. We did that. Right. Thank you for that. You know, what is that? Um, can't think of that tarot card now, but the Hierophant, I think mm. isn't this our year? I mean, isn't this our year, year five? I think we're yeah, in that year next right year's now. Next year's the sixth year. Yeah. So we're in the Hierophant year, right? We've followed the rules. We've, we haven't diverted. We've learned the things now go have fun with that. Go Create. play, go mix Create. your crystals with your herbs, with your channeling, with your, whatever else you want to do. Like that is so much fun. I love, I see these people doing these really cool things and combining and playing with other practitioners and bringing other things in, like collaborate, get fun, get excited. You know, like this is what we're here to do. We, we are source energy. We come from creation and it's time to create our way out of this shithole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my guy just said. They're like, how do I like, how do we get out of this? How do we get what we want? They're like, you guys have to create it. Like, like you also got yourself into this. So, so so make a ladder. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that. that for a sixth year. Yeah. Create, get excited, get inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, okay. I like this question kind of on the like <clears throat> aliens and they're showing up more. How do people know if they are Lemurian or Octurian or Palladian or alien, or there's all these other ones that like, I don't even know. Oh my God, there's so many. Like you said, I see Elizabeth April and she's got a little bracelet with all her different like families on it. But like, you know, you pulled the soul family card. Like, how do you know who your soul family is? Oh, they're like, go ahead, my guy. Because <laughs> I have a lot of like mixed um, interpretations of it. Oh, okay. I feel like there are some frequencies and you do have like star families and like places and people, beings that you have incarnated with a lot that you like, that your soul really resonates with go into, um, I recommend going in your records. You can, Mm -hmm. there's prayers out there everywhere, but like go in your records. And that's kind of the space to be like, okay, I invite forward my star family, ask Mm -hmm. them who they are. If they can't, if you can't get a name, just write down like what you can get. This is what it feels like. These are the colors I'm seeing. This is, you know, the information I'm receiving without judging it. Um, but everybody has a little bit of everything in them. 
because Ooh. we're all still a part of the collective. Yes. So don't identify too heavily. Like humans are saying really like to do that. We really like to put labels on things and like how you're essentially saying, how can I put myself in a Lemurian box? Yes. <laughs> yes. And they're saying yes. like, don't do that. Everybody can experience every different type of frequency, but they're really for me pointing to the records and being like, okay, where has my soul specifically incarnated? What am I mostly closely connected with? What do I want to communicate with in this life? Like exploring those different energies as you hear them. Like if it feels good, then explore it. I don't know. What about you? What do you think? What are they saying? I'm tripping out because I can see your guides and they're really fucking tall. (laughs) Tell me that. (laughs) And they're just like, they look like very alien. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I see people's guides behind them, like it's trippy, you guys. Oh, they're Pleiadian. Yes. And they're like Nordic. They have this like really cool, like collar on. Oh, heck. That's like two-sided fabric is what they're telling me. And they're like, we can like pop, it's like, we can pop it down and it's a collar. We can like pop it up and it's a hood. We can like close it up and it's a helmet. Like it's this like transmutable fabric that they have on. They can zip it up and go, but it like lets them like show up and look somewhat human normal with like clothes on is what they're telling me. It's just oh, really I love trippy. It. Love that they like to be comfortable. Same here, guys. Same yeah, hoods, zippers. hoodies, <laughs> cowl <necks>. All about it. <laughs> um, and it's really fun when other people talk about their guides, like high level connected people. I because then I get to experience that as well as you're talking to them. I get to like see how your guides interact with you, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And my guides, my guides love your guides. Like, yeah, yeah. What, what they said, but also this. Um, and for me, it was just like, what are you attracted to? Yeah. Like I was like, why am I buying this huge Lemurian crystal? Why am I looking this up? Remember I was like sending you like, is this my people? Yeah. (laughs) What Mm -hmm. about this thing? Should I do this thing? Um, because it was just like, it just resonated with me so much when I read and I learned about them. And I want to say like, I feel like that's how some spiritual pathways are. It's like these little breadcrumbs, right. Mm -hmm. That like, you know, lead you in and you, if you're willing to follow it and follow it and follow it, you can get more and more information. And and that's kind of what I look at my whole pathway. It was just, I had curiosity, something struck in me, a chord, something excited me, something interested me. And I kept going down um, that pathway to learn more and more about things. Um, But then I also think I've done like healing sessions where these beings have just showed up and they're like, hi, you're part of our family. Here we we're are. Gonna take, we're going to take care of you. And that's shocking to me. Like when I saw these blue Arcturian beans, I was just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> I, and then you should see my Google searches were like blue lightning. Yeah. And there's really nothing out there, guys. If you want to Google no, it, there's <laughs> don't not. look for Google for confirmation. <laughs> that's the other thing is there's nobody's really like talking about this in a bigger sense. And there's like little clusters, I would say, in social media, but it's really just following and listening. And the other thing is like, this is my guides. They're hilarious. They're like, what's true anyway. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) I asked when I was going through my Akashic classes and like the Pleiadians showed up and like everything I had heard about Pleiadians up to that point was from Elizabeth April. And she's like, Oh, they're these tall, like Nordic beings. So when like Swiss folk didn't show up in my meditation, I was like, but how can they be Pleiadian? When all I'm seeing is like blue energy, blue, blue, purple energy. And like, my mentor was like, that's just how you see them. So also don't have those expectations of how they're going to show up. Like how they present themselves to someone else might not be how they present themselves to you because of how you give and receive energy. Yeah. So all you have to do is trust that. And like, that's really hard for some people to do. Yeah. Because because they make it hard to not like trust (laughs) themselves and not like not seek that external validation for what they're experiencing. Yeah. Because like when I start to ask them like, okay, well, what's true. And they say, well, science, I'm like, science, like, yeah, this is mostly true. Cause we've done this experiment a hundred times and 99 out of a hundred it's worked. Okay. But what about that other one time? Right. Where's the truth in that? Right. So science isn't all that truthy, truthy anyway. I mean, I love science. Thank you. But you know, it's like, when like, oh, they have no idea. And they're just like experimenting and trying to figure things out. And, you know, like, oh, I hope this works. That's all of this experience, right? It's all an illusion. It's all what we make it up to be, you know? So make it good, people. Yeah. And that's how you know if you're Lemurian or Arcturian or Pleiadian or whatever. 
Yeah. And I mean, if you can find info about them or people like it, it will likely resonate with you. You'll likely, you know, Oh, that makes sense. You know? And, and, Mm -hmm. and just have like a, I don't know, for me, it was like, why do I like love Hawaii? You know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, everybody loves Hawaii. And I was like, no, like when I go to Hawaii, it feels like a home. I have definitely thought about moving there and it almost feels like irrational. It feels Mm -hmm. like when I, yeah, yeah, like when my irrational part is like, oh, Hawaii and it's an island and everything's expensive, blah, 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 blah. Right. But when Mm -hmm. I like let go of that rational thinking of like moving to Hawaii, everything says yes. Everything's like, you need to move to Hawaii and da, 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 and do this. I'm like, I don't know. And so it's like, and knowing that that was the land of Lumeria, like it totally makes sense. Like, it's just, it's a, there's a peacefulness there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Are, there, are there cowboy aliens? Why am I so drawn? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure there are. Actually, it's past life for me. It's oh, past, I know oh, the ca- you're, you're singing cowgirl. Yeah. Yeah. In my past life regression, she said that I was like, uh, well, now she said, I saw myself as like a rhinestone cowgirl in like Texas and then like moving to Arizona. Oh, also look up where your moon line is. It's probably where you spent a past life somewhere along Ooh. that moon line. Cause my moon line runs through like Vegas and Arizona. And that past life is very like showgirl <gasps> rhinestone cowgirl. Like it's so fun. I wish I could have known you in that life. Maybe I did. I don't know that I knew many people. I don't think I was that nice. I feel like when I, when I hear you talk and I imagine like when I, what the picture that I see, we're talking a lot of rhinestones, a lot of rhinestones, a lot, like, <laughs> like everything sparkles, like things that you didn't know you could rhinestone are rhinestone. Yes. Yes. That is, it was a bedazzled life. Yes. Fringe. When I was a kid, I always had these visions of like being on stage, like being, I I had never been on fucking stage, (laughs) but like, like, where did I, where would I have come up with that? And I was always, I loved everything glittery, sparkly still do. Me too. Clues to past lives. (laughs) Do you like glitter? Do you like (laughs) glitter? (laughs) Maybe you were a showgirl. Oh my gosh. Um, so this is an interesting question. I get this a lot from clients. How can I open or reopen my gifts to connect to spirit or source if I've closed them off? And so I think a lot of people who are young, right. When they start to like see ghosts or experiencing, experiencing, um, kind of like the other world, so to speak, get really freaked out. Cause you're four and like, you don't know. And you tell your parents and they're like, Oh, make believe. And so you just whoo, shut those off. Um, I would say the thing is that you can reopen it. You just have to be willing to. And I think what I've told a lot of clients is you have to have a readiness to experience everything that's going to come and probably want to have some mentorship or some community support around that. So you can process it and talk with somebody about it. That's what I would say is important is having a a person, a mentor, a group to talk about what you're experiencing to help validate it. So you realize that you're not crazy. Yeah. But that you can. And for me, you know, like maybe we've talked about ours, but like mine is like a trap door with a lock and a light. And I will turn that on and off um, when I don't want to be bugged or I will Mm -hmm. just, you know, like turn down the volume in my ears when I don't want to hear shit, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's you have total control of it. Yeah. And I, that's the thing. It's like, I think when people are like worried about it, um, what they make me feel like is like, this is like a gift that was given and can be taken away. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that right? It's, you have it, we all have it. Um, and if you want to reopen it or if you experienced it when you were younger, then do the work to kind of, um, get yourself ready to receive it again. You just weren't ready to receive it. Yeah. Just say you're ready and like set, set up space and close down space, like set designated times for where you're like ready. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm sitting. I have my protection. I've called in my guides. Like I'm ready to receive. And then like close down the space. Like you just have to start doing it. And you do a lot of work to help people like clear that subconsciously, right? Like being open to their gifts, you know, receiving and talking to their guides. I love that. That's what that whole like driving force behind intuition unblocked was. It's like, Mm -hmm. like you're already intuitive, but there's this like layers of conditioning that might be making it a little bit more challenging for you to tap in and like connect. So it like teaches you various ways to connect and tune into your intuition and work with different intuitive tools. Um, and then in like the higher option, the VIP option where like you do, you know, you're intuitive, you know, you want to help it to maybe help somebody else. Um, that last extra seventh module 
teaches you to how to hold a reading with somebody else and work with somebody else's energy. And then I have these like intuitive practice sessions once a month. Um, and it's like a mini coaching. It's like, oh, it is that supportive container. Like we come prepared with practice questions, but it's actually, you're getting like a reading from someone in these yeah. groups. And it's just so fun because there's no pressure and I can give you tips because I can read into your energy and see how it's going for you, where you're blocked, what you're stumbling over and help kind of like coach you through that to get you more used to using your gifts. It's just so awesome because I think there's a lot of subconscious blocks around this work. I think as past witches, we kind of really protected ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I've also heard too, that like, you know, you put points on your timeline of like awakenings, like checkpoints, like, am I ready? Yes. No, no. Okay. 20 years down the road. Am I ready? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. So just know that, that like, you know, if you're not quite ready yet, like don't stress out, but know that like, it'll be here when you are, you know, when you are ready to do it. And I think that's, you have to be ready. You do you know, have to feel ready. Um, I just, this woman I just was, was listening to said that 95% of our, of our waking life is ruled by our subconscious. Do you have like a number on that? Is that, that's like high. No, not a number. It's like, it like, I don't know how else to describe it other than it's your programming. Like it runs yeah. in the background all the time. It dictates your reactions. It dictates your behaviors. It dictates like your hopes, your dreams, <laughs> like everything. It's all subconscious conditioning. That's just so wild. That's why I like Psych K and the work that you do, because it's like, it's like a big scrubbing of your programming and just a big cleaning up and don't be scared. I think because it's, uh, it's meant to be changed. That's why it's designed that way. It's designed to take in information and protect us, but also has the ability when we have that higher consciousness, I would say to like put in a new program. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's everything that you just absorbed growing up. That's really when it's on autopilot is kind of ages one through seven. They say it's almost fully formed by the age of seven because you're just absorbing your surroundings. And then as you become more conscious and like in your body, you get to just start to decide how you want to live your life. Like, do you want to create it or do you want to be a victim to this limiting conditioning Mm. that you absorbed? See, this is why I want to do this spirit school for kids. And I really want to help not, I want the right programming, the right conditioning, the helpful a late, you know, that kind of stuff to like happen versus like all this other bullshit that kids are getting. Yeah. I you know, that's a great idea. I mean, the education system is definitely going to crumble. So. It is <laughs> just be ready. People, uh, some clients I talked to already know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be ready. Yeah. Lots of changes coming and happening. So you really need to start tapping into what's aligned for you. Yes. What do you want to experience? Call in that. Yeah. Um, okay. When you do a reading, what's your experience like versus the sitters? It's 1111. I love that. Yeah. So I'm, this is my question (laughs) that I'm curious about when you are like doing a reading, when you do your sessions, like what is your experience? Um, What does it feel like to be Natalie in the session? I feel like Natalie really takes a back seat in the session. Mm. I don't know. I feel like, um, like I'm so hyper focused and tuned in to the other person's energy that like Natalie's really in the background yeah. because like, I'm, I'm just reading into the energy around the person and I'm just speaking it. I've learned to just speak what I'm seeing and hearing and feeling. Um, and I don't remember most of it after the session, you know, like I, I am very present in the session so I can retrace my steps and all that, but I really don't remember much of it because it's just me tapping in. That's my experience. What's your experience? Wait, can I ask you more? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you like feel things, see things, hear things? Like, is it all the, all the layers? Do you mostly just see things? Like, what about that? Uh, it's really all of the above. All the above. Yeah. Yeah. I channeled someone's dog and I like, oh, like a taste was garlic bread. <laughs> Oh my God. No, I'm laughing because I was doing this really beautiful reading and then this dog showed up and they're like, tell my owners I like the new food and I can poop now. (laughs) I love it. And so I was like, did you guys change your dog's food? And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And they were like going into this whole thing. And I was like, they just want you to know that it helps him poop and he feels much better. And thank you so much. And I was like, (laughs) dogs are so funny like that. So for, for me, it's like, um, 
I, I can't really control it is what I would say. Mm. Um, my guides are saying, haha, that's because you like to control things. So your gift <laughs> works like that, just so you know, but, um, it's just like things just come. Mm-hmm. and I will usually do a card spread for people. I usually pull items from my altar. Um, I usually ask them, you know, what are your intentions or the things that you want to answer? But even as I'm calling them directions or even, even on the day of like, when I get up, my bathroom is a portal. So sometimes I'll just get fucking messages while I'm brushing my teeth. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I will start to like sense things and feel things. And what I found is just like, whatever is the most important or needs to be said, sometimes will just show up first. And sometimes it's very like, here's a baby. They're ready to talk to you. They have things to say. And other times it's just sort of this open-endedness. And we go through a reading to kind of like, I guess what my guys are saying to you right now is like to get people into it, Mm -hmm. the people who are really open and ready to receive the stuff just comes. Um, And it's like a party line. It's like all these people are talking. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say, thank you, because I let them know, like, I heard, you. I heard you, but I'm still talking, but you have more to say to that. Um, and so it's just, it's very much like, sometimes I will direct channel and just like, let them come through me and say what they need to say. But most of the time it's like, they talk to me, but it's like, what, what they're saying is like, if I was just to read like on a piece of paper, I love you. If you just saw a piece of paper that said, I love you versus if you felt it and you, got images around it. Like that's what they do. They, they make me feel it in all the senses, not just mm-hmm. like written, but like, Oh, this person like loves you. So what I love about my work is like, I get to feel the really lovely things in your relationship or your love for people. I also get to feel like the really gross, yucky people and bad shit too, but mm-hmm. I don't, I just process that, but it's just, it's very visceral for me. Mm-hmm. I don't remember things either. Um, and then it's kind of like, like I call it like energetic doorways. Like when you say something and you talk about something, it'll like light up. And I'm like, well, let's go in there or let's talk about that more or let's go, you know, into that. Um, and so it's just like this pathway of like breadcrumbs, essentially trying to find out like, what is the thing, you know, what is the thing that's bothering you or blocking you? Or, you know, what is it that you need to hear from to clear this energy and get back into the flow? That's what I feel like a lot of my work is. That's what I've been saying a lot to lately to clients is, getting you back to that alignment, you know, Mm -hmm. letting you, letting you come back to, so that you can do you, you know, helping you answer these questions or letting, you know, you know, not to worry about something that's very visceral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're a healer for sure. Yeah. And people are funny, you know, babies are funny. Guides are funny. Yeah. Ancestors are like, they're hilarious. It's, it's really fun. I love talking to people. So I think this is a really good job for me. Yeah. I'd say so very fitting. I think it's a lot of, um, uh, you know, I'm careful to attach too much to the conditioning around human design, but being a projector and like Mm. your strategy is to wait for the invite. It's like when you have a client I've noticed as a projector who asks a question, it does energetically open that door. And then I'm able to see it much more clearly. Like I have to wait to be invited in to really get clearer, fuller pictures of things. That's why so much of the work in sessions is conversation. Yes. And it's kind of like, well, what do you want to know? Yeah. Right. Because it's like, we can tell you. And sometimes clients are like, well, just tell me, you know, what I need to know. And it's funny because less and less, my guides are like, no, they need to ask. No, your clients are ready to to like, not just be like, yeah, because it's like, again, it's like, I don't want to just tell you, you know, here's what your guides say you should do. You know, it's more like, oh, and they're giving me this really good example from the spirit baby. So this client was like, the spirit baby was like, I would like to come in naturally. Right. So the mm-hmm. parents were like, you know, no IVF, whatever. And great. And so then a couple, you know, months later they said, well, Hey, that didn't really happen. And we're, you know, considering IVF and can you check in with the baby? And the baby's like, Oh, I'm fine with IVF too. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, and so then I said, tell me more. And they said, it's like, when I say I want to come in naturally, that's my preference. And it's my parents' preference, but I'm not opposed to coming in in other ways. And it's like asking a kid, what do you want for breakfast? I want a chocolate chip cookie. Are you going to give that kid a chocolate chip cookie? No. And so with spirit baby readings, what I've been trying to tell clients is don't also just do what the spirit babies want, right? It's just, it's, you're the parent, you're still making the decisions, take it as input. But like, you know, if they like, this one baby was like, I want to be named, you know, this name. 
And the mom was like, oh, I don't like that name. And I'm like, then don't name her that or give it to her as a middle name. Or, you know, let's have a deeper conversation around that. But it's like, it's the same thing. It's like when you're receiving messages from your guides or your spirits, also don't take that as like the word of, you know, (laughs) they want to say like the word of God, but it's not Bible. (laughs) It's not, it's not Bible. the Bible, you know, it's, it's suggestions, it's messages, it's open to interpretation. So just like, remember that, like when you're receiving any kind of reading or any kind of download or any kind of information, it's what you do with it. You know? Yeah. You have free will. Yeah, for but sure. The outcome is to have a baby, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have free will on how to get there. Yeah. And, and it's like, I hardly ever hear from a baby that they don't want to come in via IVF or via adoption or via some of these other methods. It's more that, that the parents have like issues around bringing in babies that way. And what we work with is like, what, what are you telling yourself? Oh, you're telling yourself that you're broken. You're telling yourself that you have to pay all this money and you should be able to just do it that other way. And it's like, okay, is that serving you? No. Right. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we probably have time for one more. So thoughts on mercury retrograde for for real or collective delusion? I would say for real. Oh, it's for real. It's for real. Um, I even got my husband into believing into it. I was like, don't launch that app during mercury retrograde. Okay. Um, this is just an admittance that the planets around us influence us and affect us like the moon does, right? She's our closest ally, but we've got all these other planets. Mercury is pretty close to us. Um, and I just, I've started to see it as an opportunity and a time to be like, I know this shit is coming. It comes what three times every three year about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just plan, plan for it. You know, like, yeah, don't sign things, you know, don't launch things, you know, use that time to relook over and resituate. And you can launch stuff if you've already been working on it, but then like, just be prepared for like the oops email, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> you know, or work. the yeah. yeah, just like, and roll with it, like be light about it. Cause it's not the end of the world, but, um, it sometimes can feel a little bit like, I think what happens is if you get into the craziness of mercury retrograde and like, Oh, it'll just bring more of that. Cause you're in that you're manifesting more crazy mercury retrograde experiences. Yeah. You create your reality. Yeah. But so, what do you think? Is it real? I definitely think it's real. My, yeah. my mercury is in Gemini, which traditionally um, Gemini rules over mercury. So <laughs> I think very fast. I talk very fast. And then in retrograde, it's like, I just like, can't like, does not compute. It like oh. happens in my brain during retrograde. <laughs> like, I don't understand what people are saying as quickly. It doesn't like process as quickly. I can't, like, I have trouble remembering things. That's I will start trippy. to do something and forget what I'm doing. So like, I have like a heavy mercury influence in my chart, which is what I signed up for. So I just have to be aware of it. Um, and then this, this retrograde, they were like, just start closing those tabs that you don't need open all the time. Yeah. It's in Libra. It's like, it's all relationship stuff, right? Like, yeah, this, you know, just be ready people. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah. Stuff coming up in regards to your relationships, fights that maybe need to be had conversations that need to be had clarifications. Those are going to come up. Yeah. I was born in a retrograde. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think I've read that that it means I wanted to like extra learn <laughs> how to communicate. And I literally was like a communications degree in college. Cause I was yeah. like, let me figure this shit out. Um, but I, for me, it's like, so for example, I tried to transfer some money from this bank account and it was like too much. And now they've shut my bank account down and I have to like go in and make an appointment to see this person at the bank to like unlock my account. And I was like, Oh, okay. Mercury retrograde. Like I can lose my shit over it, which I used to do, or I can just be like, okay, like this is what's happening right now. These are the weird things. Like just, it's going to take longer. And like, I don't get stressed about it. I mean, no. is it like an inconvenience? Yes. That I have to like go to a bank and all the, not all the banks are open, but like, whatever, maybe I'll have like a really amazing day. Like it's kind of like what my guys are kind of saying is like, you could just see it as like, oh, okay, like here I go, da da da. Or you could be like, cool, like what am I going to discover by going to this bank in this area? Maybe there's a cute little coffee shop, or maybe I could take a walk. Like, it's all how you want to play it, right? You can see it as a determinant, or you can see it as an opportunity. Yeah, that's just, and there you go. That's your whole life. Also, just approach each day. Is today going to be deterring? 
<laughs> is today going to be opportunistic? We make it sound so easy, right? But it is. <laughs> it is easy. You just have to be aware of it. I like retrogrades and they don't, they just remind me to slow down. Yeah. That's interesting though, that you feel like the communication, like hard to understand people and that kind of stuff. I should pay attention more to that. I always try to like, if I'm going to send out an email or anything, especially when I was working more in corporate, I would very much like read, read read it over 10 times make sure I have it all to the right people. You know, cause like sometimes you type in like, you know, Sally and it's like Sally, your friend versus Sally, your boss and whoops, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) so I just, yeah, slow the F down. Yeah. Slow down. That's really all it is. And if you're feeling like way too encumbered by mercury retrograde or any retrograde or any moon cycle or whatever, like if you're like, Oh my God, this energy is so intense and deep. Like that's also a sign that you have some weak boundaries there. Mm. You need to do a little bit more grounding into your own energy. If you're being that affected by other energies. Yeah. Don't become a victim people. No, don't be a victim. You have total control. Yeah. I love it. We're going to leave you on that pumped up note. Pumped up. You have control. Don't forget it. (laughs) Yeah. And you'll survive this Mercury retrograde and the next one and the next one. You will. They don't stop coming. Thank you for your questions. Yes. Thank you so much. We're going to do another one of these. I think later, like towards the end of the year. I think that's a good idea. We're going to talk about more stuff and then see if you have any more clarification questions on whatever we talk about. And next time. Since we're in the throes of Libra season, we're going to talk about relationships. I feel like romantic ones. Oh, yes. I have lots to say. (laughs) As do I. (laughs) (laughs) So we will see you next week for romantic relationships. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye.